Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I'm excited to have Mimi Kroger with us. Mimi is a powerful health and weight loss coach with a heart for helping others heal through biblical principles. After healing from an eating disorder, body image issues, lupus, and other life traumas with God's help, Mimi started Healthy, Happy, and Heavenly to guide her clients to health and wholeness rooted in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Her mission is to bring others into the same freedom she's received through faith-based coaching, nutritional guidance, and discovering the root causes of emotions. As a best-selling author, speaker, nationally certified personal trainer, nutrition guide, and behavior change specialist, Mimi empowers her clients to become the healthiest versions of themselves, mind, body, and spirit. Mimi is a mom to an awesome adult son, and she resides in Colorado with her loving husband, Ben. They have one tenacious Yorkie named Hugs. Welcome, Mimi. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Lauren, for having me. I'm excited to be here. That was a mouthful. That was a mouthful, yeah. (laughs) You've done a lot. That's amazing. So tell tell us your story. So what was your history of what God worked you through in terms of like your trauma and the weight loss that kind of ensued after that? Yeah. So when I was 19, I really started coming into um, body image issues and a lot. I know that it was directly related to a trauma that I had endured. And so only because literally it all started right at that time. And I didn't make the connection back then. um, But I later discovered that that was really the root cause. And I feel like it is super important to get to the root causes of you know, what's going on. Like if we're overeating or we're not eating enough or, you know, or we're shopping or, you know, any addiction, things like that, things that we know that when we're just not in peace to kind of really take it seriously. And God, he came, Jesus came that we would be set free. He wants us free. And so making sure that we connect with the Holy spirit, who I always say he's been with us through every footstep of our lives. And so he knows how to heal the hurts that came from them. And that there really is often a connection between what we're doing with food or money or relationships and what's occurred in our lives and that he is our healer. And he is more than happy to give us the answers that we need as we seek him. 
Uh, absolutely. So first place to start is having that vibrant relationship with the Holy Spirit. So like, let's say I hear a lot of believers saying that they, they can't really hear the Lord's voice. How do you start to establish that connection and to recognize that it's him when, when you hear him? Well, the first of all, I always say, you know, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God, right? That's in, in the book of John. And so I always say that he has plenty of words to share with us. So a lot of it and really anything in the kingdom of God is by faith. And so what I do with my clients, I do behavior change coaching sessions and really they're inner healing sessions, but I professionally, I also have a behavior change um, specialist certificate. But what I do is I just kind of clear the atmosphere. You know, I kind of make sure that um, everything is nice and clear and, and people can do this themselves in their home. I just invite Jesus. And since he is holy and he is light, I always say that where there is light, darkness can't dwell. And so I just kind of, you know, put that out there and I take authority that Christ has given us and just have the Lord just really rebuke anything that's not of him and just really make sure that everything's nice and, and peaceful. And then from there, um, Thanksgiving, you know, the Bible says that we enter his gates through Thanksgiving. And so um, I usually just put myself, if I'm just doing it just with me, just put myself in a place of real gratitude, even if it's um, just a warm cup of coffee or a walk. It doesn't have to be anything big. And, or I might ask the Holy Spirit, like, Lord, remind me of something that will, will bring me joy and that honors you. And then he'll bring a memory or, or something. And it could be something from the past. And then just begin a dialogue. Like the Bible says in, in Psalm 27, four, that he wants us to inquire in his temple. So if you can, if, and, and really like it's a relationship just like any other, but better because he's perfect. So Lauren, if you and I were like sitting on the couch and I wasn't asking you any questions, like, how are you going to respond? You know? And so oftentimes I think people are just like talking to God, they're telling him all their stuff, but they don't actually take that moment to listen. But even in addition to like consecrated time like this in prayer with the Lord, where he comforts us, he guides us, you know, the Holy Spirit is called our advocate or all of those things. Um, he's always available and willing to do that. But just to know that he is constantly speaking to us throughout our day and throughout our circumstances. And so just being, I always, I call them heavenly kisses. And so I just wake up in the morning and I'm like, Lord, I just invite you to just give me those heavenly kisses today and just surprise me. And he always does. So we have to put our faith on it. I love that. I love that. So as you say, it's so much about believing that God is going to respond and then looking for it and recognizing it when he does respond in that way, instead of just being blind to it and going through the motions. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. At knowing that it's an act of faith, everything in the kingdom is by faith. And then um, making sure that you're asking questions so that God has something to, to tell you, you know, specific, like he's a very specific God. You can ask him specific questions. So when Jesus, um, when he was talking to the disciples and he was telling them, you know, I'm going to go, but I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, 
and he said that it would be better, right? And so we're his disciples now. And what he meant by that was now, you know, Jesus was only available when he was with them. But now with the Holy Spirit, we have availability, a direct line of communication with the Father that is constant and it's 24 seven. So that's exciting. And, and we should tap into that because he has all of our answers. Absolutely. So the verse that pops into my head is from James that says that he, he gives wisdom without, without repent. Like the second we, we ask for it, he's going to give us all of the wisdom that we need without rebuking us or anything. Yes. Liberally. It says, I love that. Like just lavishly, you know? Yeah. So, um, bringing that down into the idea of like releasing past traumas and things like that. Can you tell us what some of that looked like for you when you had that open line of communication with the Holy spirit, what kinds of things did you ask and what did he impart to you that set you free? Yeah. You know, I'll share, I'll share something, you know, maybe I'll share the one that was directly related with the, the lupus. So I had at 19 years old, I had been diagnosed with lupus and, and this trauma that I went through, the Lord really, um, ministered to me through even the situation that came about as a result of all of that, of even having the lupus. And oftentimes I'll say that what God is speaking to us in the natural, like in our circumstances, oftentimes, or through people, whatever it is that he's speaking to us, that it actually correlates with a spiritual matter. And so with lupus, my body was attacking itself. So I had an autoimmune disease, lupus. And so when, and I don't have it anymore. So I've been healed of that. And, you know, doctors said that there's no healing for that. And they'll often tell you that with autoimmune disease. And, um, for me, thankfully that wasn't the case, but for many years, I believed the word of God. I had all of the scriptures memorized, you know, bless the Lord, oh my soul and forget not all his benefits who forgives all our iniquities and heals all of our diseases. Like I knew it was a package deal. I knew that Christ's blood was enough. And so, um, when I wasn't getting my healing, I was like, what is going on? What I didn't know was this whole idea of getting a rhema word. So the word of God, if you look at it in the original language, it's translated word of God as logos or rhema. And, and there's other words too, you know, the translations, there's so many words that can represent one English word, but the logos is like the written word of God, the actual pages it's Jesus. God is the word, right? Um, but the rhema is a word from the Lord that the spirit breathes life on and it impacts your heart. And so oftentimes, like for me, I wasn't getting healed because I had this mental ascent that yes, um, healing is mine by his stripes. I was healed past tense. Why isn't it happening? But what I needed was a rhema, right? The, 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 the true believers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. So we need both. And so through, um, what had happened to me, um, it was something that happened that was, um, sexual in nature and it was unexpected. Um, I, I didn't, um, realize the impact that it would have. And, um, as I was asking the Lord, um, I had went through, a divorce a years later. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, you know, what, 
what is, what is wrong? Like why, and why am I in this place where I just am having this attack on my body? And what he showed me was that I had a lot of self-hatred really. There was a lot of self-blame for what had happened to me. Um, when the incident happened, the person told me, well, you said it was okay. Um, and so it, you know, I took that as wow, well, I did give permission, but I didn't really know what I was giving permission to. And so, um, the Lord just showed me that I had a lot of just rejecting myself. And again, how that, that there, what was happening in the natural was really indicative of what was going on in my heart. And I didn't even know it until he brought me that revelation. And then even through circumstances, this is what I love about God is that just as, you know, in Joseph, in Genesis, it says that what the enemy meant for evil, that God, you know, would turn it around for the saving of many lives and that, you know, God works all things together for good. So he is, he is perfect holiness. So he's not the author of these horrible things that happen, but he can certainly use it for our good. And so the lupus culminated in kidney failure and both of my kidneys, um, went out. And so, um, I went into dialysis and at that time, um, I ended up needing a kidney. And so my mother-in-law, so I I was remarried now, my mother-in-law, um, put a a post on social media saying that I needed a kidney and all of these people responded. And I was like, you know what, like people from high school and college, I mean, just like woodworks, you know, even elementary school and all of these people were willing to give me an organ, like what? And so what the Lord showed me through that was, and what he taught me was, I had long known that he could be trusted. Like I didn't blame him for anything. I I just really loved God, even like as a little girl. And so I knew that he could be trusted, but I didn't really know that people could be trusted. And so it restored that in me. And this idea that like, oh my gosh, I have value. Like people want me around. Like, and so he uses every situation to bring us into revelation. Like for the first time I got the revelation that God could be trusted. Yes, absolutely. I knew that, but people could be trusted too. And so that just really led me. And if you think about an overactive immune system after that trauma, I was in overload all the time. Like my immune system was constantly running because I had this fear um, that was just really internal. If you ask me like on the outside, I, I didn't even acknowledge it, but it was deep down within. And so I often say that sometimes it's layers. So it was the self-hatred and it was also um, this fear of other people hurting me, people that are supposed to love me. And, and then this idea that I wasn't safe. And so my body was reacting in like, and so that was like a big revelation, you know? Um, But I've had other, you know, smaller things um, like in relation to, to eating, um, 
one time I was just asking the Lord, like, even after a ton of like inner healing and just walking with the Lord, I said, Lord, you know, why is it? I can't remember what the situation was, but I I just knew that I just did still felt like I wasn't enough. I was like, what is it, Lord? Why is it that I'm feeling that like I'm not enough or that there isn't enough? And he brought to my memory, uh, something that was just long forgotten. Um, I was a little girl and I was in a family member's home. There was like this party and we were outside having like a, a picnic type thing. And the owner of the home opened up a mango, split it open. And, um, and I, apparently I had never had mango before. I don't think, but I just loved it. And I took a piece and I started just, you know, eating it and just playing like kids do, um, with my cousins and other kids. And then I went back for another piece. And when I went back, um, the person that, um, had opened up the mango, um, said, what are you doing? That's for everybody. And this, and I hadn't remembered this at all, but in this time with the Lord, he brought this to me. And then in that very moment, I saw myself like that little girl with pigtails, like braids sitting at a picnic table with Jesus. And he was smiling so big and we were having tea, like these little plastic tea sets of plastic picnic table and his knees were coming up like over the table, right? Like, uh, you know, like Jesus comes to our level. And so, um, and so he's looking at me and just, and we're having tea. And then all of a sudden he takes a slice of mango out from behind his robe and he hands it to me. And then he hands me another one and another one. And in that moment, like that was a rhema. Like it just spoke to me like, Hey, I do deserve mango. Like, Hey, I am worthy of it. Like Jesus is like, and there's more than enough. And so the important thing is, and this is why doing, um, inner healing behavior change coaching is important with someone that is knowledgeable in scripture that knows the word is that it does has to have to line up with the word of God. And so God calls himself Jehovah Jireh, right? He is provider. He calls himself El Shaddai, um, which means God Almighty. And the literal translation of that is he's the all breasty one. And it's a picture of a mother who gives sustenance to her baby. And so what that speaks to is if you, if you've ever breastfed, you know, that when your baby cries, the moment that your baby cries, you're ready to give that sustenance. And in fact, it even hurts if you can't give it. And I believe that that's how God is with us, that he wants to give us the sustenance, the truth that we need. You shall know the truth and the truth will set you free so that we can feel well. He is so interested in our joy. In John 10, 10, it says, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I came that you would have and enjoy your life and have it in abundance into the full until it overflows. That's the amplified version. And I love that because it shows that he also wants to work through us so that the healing that we've received, we can pass along to other people. It'll overflow onto others and and then joy comes. And so um, it's not, I always like to say too, that God um, doesn't just heal us because he wants to, to use us. I always say he, he knows that when we are at 
using the giftings that he's given us and, and speaking to his glory and testifying to his goodness, that it makes us feel good. And that then other people are blessed by that. And so I just, sometimes, you know, people think that God is kind of like a taskmaster and he's not, he just wants us to, to serve him because we get to not because we have to, or not because, you know, we're trying to gain our healing through it or anything like that. It's all about just him directly. As you were talking, I was reminded of this principle in naturopathic medicine that says the body weeps tears that the eyes cannot shed. Yeah. The idea of how, if you suppress something that you you're not directly addressing and working through, it's going to turn into a physical ailment somewhere. So that's that's amazing that just little by little, it was like he was peeling off the layers for you to recognize all of these past areas of trauma and even relatively small ones from childhood that had exactly. He cares yeah. about even just that. I love it. Yeah. And that was my point in, in kind of sharing both stories is that it doesn't have to be like this big traumatic thing. Like when we're little, anything is big to us at the time and yeah. we can create belief systems that we don't even know we're creating. And then what happens is, is then throughout life, other things happen, right? That kind of like solidify that false truth, that false belief system. And so we need to continually renew our minds to the logos, the word of God, and and to know the character of God is so important, you know, to know that he is walking through through all of our situations with us and that his ultimate goal is to bring goodness. It is for the saving of many lives. It is to work all things together for good um, so that he is glorified and so that we get to live a, a productive life. Cause you know, in, in what you do, when you don't feel well, you can't do what you've been called to do. You just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And so having our body, our temple in a place that is well in spirit and soul and in body is so important. It's it's important for our joy and it's important for our calling and for our destiny, which also brings us joy. It's like this full circle thing. So speaking of destiny, so a lot of what you do, you, we were talking before we started, before we recorded about the way that you help your clients to kind of reverse the mindset around trying to lose weight. So tell us a little bit about your philosophy on that and maybe your own personal journey. Yeah, absolutely. So I came from a background of having an eating disorder Uh, as a result of that trauma that happened to me. um, I kind of, and even there were other traumas beforehand. I had um, just a lot of really harsh discipline um, growing up. Um, My parents are um, Spanish and Italian and like literally immigrants off the boat. And there's just a different cultural ideal for how to discipline children. Um, they love me. Um, but that's just how things are or were at least in our home, um, as a result of some cultural beliefs. And so that also, you know, caused me to have a a little bit of, you know, rejection, a lot of bit of rejection, I should say. Um, and, and self-hatred also just thinking, gosh, like, gosh, I can just never measure up. Or if I make a little mistake, I'm, you know, there's like these the horrible consequences, you know? And so, um, that, that led me to, I I ended up with an eating disorder. Just, I had a lot of shame also. And again, things in the natural, 
you know, kind of imitating what's going on in the spiritual. I believe I, I was anorexic at times and bulimic at other times. And so I believe that as I was, you know, throwing up, it was like, I was trying to get rid of shame. Well, we know that that doesn't work, right? Jesus, he takes it and it's a free gift and, and we can just go to him and, and receive that divine exchange that he has for us, that it talks about in Isaiah 61 or Isaiah 53, you know, all of our sorrows, like you were talking about the weeping and the tears that there's this great exchange that the Lord has for us, that he takes upon himself, our griefs and our sorrows, but we do need to process those things, right? Um, there's a great book, um, that says that, um, emotions buried alive, never die. Um, and, or even, you know, that the body keeps the score, you know, kind of all of what we do. Um, but as far as dieting, um, I've noticed, and so I kind of got on this spiral of dieting and, you know, and then finally the Lord was like, do you want to be free? It was like, you know, how he asked the person in the Bible, you know, do you, do you want to be well? And it was like, yeah, God, I was just like tired of me. You know what I mean? Like I was tired of the struggle and, um, I had tried so many things, um, to be free. And finally it was like, Hey, I can help you. And I was like, okay. And so then the Lord, he just began to give me a biblical perspective on why diets don't work. And uh, really it's based on Romans five, six, seven, and eight. Um, but, um, a lot of other scriptures as well. And it's just basically the idea of what is a diet except the law and how the Bible talks about that. When you're under the law, you're no longer under grace. Um, and it says that if you're under the law, you're under a curse. And then our answer really to that. And, and the idea behind that too, is the Bible also says that the law increases sin. It increases the desire for sin, which if you put that just in a applicable perspective, if I tell you, you can never have bread, then all you think about is bread, right? Yeah. And then, totally. Right. And then instead of just having like one slice or two, you end up having like the whole loaf, right? Because <laughs> right. you've, you've said you cannot have it. Right. And it's just that, that flesh, that human nature, but we have our answer. So Paul talks about it in Romans seven, where he says, gosh, the very thing that I don't want to do is the thing that I do. And then he says, who will deliver me from this body of death? And then in verse 25, this is Romans chapter seven. It says, oh, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so our Lord, right? When Jesus Christ is our Lord and what does Jesus give us? He gives us the Holy spirit. So I really teach people how to be led by the Holy Spirit, even in our eating and drinking. Um, and when I say that, the truth is, is the Bible, I found this in the Bible. It, there's a lot of yes and, right? So yes, um, you know, we're righteous and we have to work out our salvation, right? We have to submit to God, right? Um, but even so, when I say that in terms of dieting, the truth is, is the, another scripture, two scriptures actually say that all things are permissible for me, right? We're free. We're free from the law. All things are permissible for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. And it says that the law is good. And so oftentimes people are perishing for lack of knowledge. You know, there is 
and and this is where I'm versed in nutrition, that we need certain combinations of food to make sure that we're physiologically getting what we need. And so I I love what the Lord has done because he's had me kind of put together just, I call it like the whole enchilada, not to use like a food term, but it really is the whole enchilada because once I, I give you these guidelines on what is good, making sure that we're not depleting our body of entire food groups that God has given us because we need them. Uh, I won't go into all the nutrition part of that, but it's just a lot of common sense. You know, if we're not getting our carbs, we're not getting our vitamin C, we're not getting our serotonin levels, so which can be disrupting our sleep, all of the things, right? Fats, you know, we need them for brain function. Back in the 80s, it was like no fat, low fat, right? And so um, there's just, it's always like, in every generation, there's always something and then getting out of balance. Like now it's like too much fat. Right. And in first Peter in the amplified version, the Bible says, be well balanced for the enemy roams around like a roaring lion seeking someone who he might devour. And I was on the other spectrum as well, like super clean eating, everything organic, all of that. And that's also not balance. You know, anytime we get into striving, um, you know, it's just not, it's not good for us. And I can go into all that, but I want to get to get to the end of this. So once I make sure that physiological needs are met, um, because our body is going to get what it needs. So you, you can't really like willpower your body. It's just not going to work. Your body will get what it needs. And so, um, and if it doesn't, then you're going to get sick. That's, that's just how it is. And so, um, once I know that that's met, if we're still having eating issues, then I go into behavior change coaching to kind of figure out like, are there you know, are we eating for comfort, emotional reasons? Um, what are the roots of that? Taking them into um, an inner healing type session where we really seek the Lord. And I've never had a behavior change session that is the same as another. I mean, we're so different. Our lives are different. And God, Holy Spirit just knows how to pinpoint exactly what people need to set them free because he wants them free more than they want to be free. He really does. And part of it too, is also teaching, um, teaching on righteousness and knowing who you are in Christ and just the various things that people need learning how to hear the voice of God for themselves. Um, so that, you know, I always talk about that the Lord has teaching moments for us. So like when, if your son is like seven and he tells his first lie, that's a teaching moment right then and there. And that I'm not available all the time, but the Holy Spirit is. It's just like what Jesus was talking about with the disciples, right? And I don't necessarily, I, I definitely don't want people um, to feel like they can't do this themselves. And so then I give them an audiobook version of my book or a paperback version um, that teaches them. My, uh, my book is called Holy Spirit Help Me Heal overcoming disease and dysfunction through spirit connection and soul healing. And it's just really a guide on how to connect with the Holy spirit, nourish your soul through that connection and heal physical disease, as well as emotional dis-ease that often causes disease. Yeah. I love it. That's beautiful. And I love what you were saying about the fact that the idea of restricting yourself too much isn't the way a, a lot of times there's, there's so many diets out there and people will ask me, which one do I think is the best between this, that, and the other that's restricting various things. And honestly, my answer is always eat food. God made that is, yes. 
(laughs) That's exactly what I tell my clients. If God made it, you can eat it. And I do help them like make it so that with, these are just things that the Lord has shown me and what I've learned nutritionally, that there are really certain combinations that we can make that keep our insulin levels in check so that we're not like, you know, overeating, you know, things like that. So there's definitely things that we learn from the world and even biblically, like I have a a PDF that I give out um, that says um, the, I think it's like the nine superfoods of the Bible. And so there are really, you know, things that we can do that we know, you know, we need knowledge as well. Um, But yeah, to have, to be out of balance, it's just, it's misery. You know, I, if my son is like, my son is, he's an adult now he's graduated college. But when he was a kid, like if he was there making like chocolate chip cookies, you better believe I'm going to have a chocolate chip cookie with him. You know what I mean? That's what life, like taste and see that the Lord is good. Um, And there's no reason, like there were feast days in the Bible, you know? Um, So there's no reason to live in, in bondage. It's really just, it's a life that is so restrictive and just not joyful. And that's, I mean, my company is called healthy, happy, and heavenly. Like really I'm, I'm serious about this joy thing because I think God is serious about the joy thing and and it includes food. Yeah, absolutely. It does. I love it. And I'm sure a lot of people will be very glad to hear that as well. Lauren, can I share a scripture with you? This was like revelation. I love this scripture. So this is for those people that are maybe into a deprivation diet right now. When I say deprivation diet, I'm talking about, um, you know, eliminating an entire food group that God gave us because we need it. Um, and, and so let me read this because this is something the Lord pointed out. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I love, and this is a rhema, right? Take this in because this is a rhema. It's Jeremiah 31, 11 through 14. I'll just read a portion of it, but it says, for the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall be like a watered garden, and they shall languish no more. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old shall be merry. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them. I will give them gladness for sorrow. I will feast the soul of the priests, we're the priests now, with abundance, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, declares the Lord. So what I love about that is it's literally equating food with joy, right? You see that in the dancing, in the radiant over the goodness of the Lord. But here's the part that has to do with deprivation dieting. It says radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, we're talking carbs over the wine. I mean, we even get a little bit of wine over the oil, which is fats and over the young of the flock, which is protein, the young of the flock of the herd. So it is including all of the food groups. And when the Lord brought that to me, I was like, I put that. So I have a, an ebook that I give my clients that's called diets don't work. There's a different way to permanently lose weight. And it's kind of part of this package that I give out and it's just all biblical. And that's like my finale (laughs) at the end, you know, like, because it's just the Lord, you know, and he is, he's our manufacturer. He knows exactly what we need spiritually, emotionally, physically, 
And so I'm always, I'm all about nutrition and even, you know, I I believe that God gives, gives us wisdom. Right. And so I kind of like put the two together and make sure that it's in alignment with scripture. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So what have I not asked you that you want to make sure you leave with our audience? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what, I don't know. I'm such a talker. I hope I didn't talk too much. Um, please just ask me any, anything else that you would, you would have. That's that my that's all question. I just want to make sure that I didn't leave anything important on the table. You know what? Let me say this because I think this is super important. Um, when it comes to receiving from the Lord, um, we, need to come to him from a place of peace. And this actually even has to do with El Shaddai again, so that you notice that he's called the all breasty one, right? If you're a mother giving sustenance to your baby and your baby's just like crying and just, you know, just going out of, you know, out being out of sorts, they can't latch on. They can't receive what God has for them right? And, and it, what we, what we have for them as mothers, but this equates to how we can't receive from God when we're not as in a place of rest. And that even we see that in be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, make your request known to God and the peace of God, which transcends understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus, right? That we actually, he's inviting us to put our cares to him so that we can come into a place of peace so that we can then receive from him. And so the reason I'm talking about this is because I don't want people to get to a place where they go on a digging expedition for their healing, whether it be physical or emotional, like inner healing. I mean, that can be misery in itself and it's disease, which causes disease. So to know that God knows exactly what you need when you need it. And he is going to, you know, when I do my coaching and oftentimes it's layers, there's layers of things and God knows what you can handle knowing all of the circumstances in your life, knowing your workload, knowing all of that. And he's going to give you the exact amount that you need. And so I just always want to put people in a place of rest and a place of hope that, that God has your answer and that he is, he is not ignoring you. He is, he is just being gentle with you and giving you exactly what you need when you need it. And there is a part that we play. We should partner with God and ask him what small thing we can do, get direction from him. And then as the Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee. So this, this whole thing about obedience and just really putting yourself, surrendering it all to God, not getting obsessive about, okay, now I'm going to do all this. And, and then I'll say something else about dieting too. Um, oftentimes, you know, God may use something for a, a short amount of time. Um, you know, I'm not saying that all dieting is, you know, horrible. You should never, you know, but life is a lot sweeter when we're doing what Jeremiah 31, 11 through 14 says. And it's just, it's a lot there. There's just freedom there. And where there's freedom, there's joy. I love it. So where can people go to find more about you? Yeah, they can just go to my website. It's healthy, happy, and heavenly 
www.thrivingmomsdoingit.com. There's a contact. Um, there's actually some free resources on there. There's a, a portion guide right when they hop on the website. Um, they can put their information there. If they go to my book section, um, there's actually a free bonus chapter to my book. Um, okay. So they can read all about that. And in that, I actually talk a little bit about the trauma that I didn't get into details with you today, but I get into really a lot of the details in that chapter. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. I'll link to that in the show notes. And thank you so much for all of your wisdom and insight, Mimi. This has been fantastic. Ah, uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Are you looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression? Unfortunately, even in the alternative healing professions, this isn't a given. That's why I've created wholehealthdoctor.com, a resource to help connect patients to healthcare practitioners in their area who share a root cause philosophy. Alternatively, most of the practitioners listed also practice telehealth. So if there isn't anyone local to you, you can still find a great practitioner to help you regain optimal health. Go to wholehealthdoctor.com. That's whole healthdr.com, type in your location or adjust the specialty that you're looking for and find the practitioner who's right for you. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you. So please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren DeVille. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Do you want to better understand the Bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.